you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks. Thank you for tuning into this broadcast and, and being part of this today. We're so honored that you would take the time to do that with me as always, my friend, Kevin. Good morning to you, Kevin. Good morning, brother. Special day, brother. The last broadcast from Proverbs 31. How, how even? Months, man. Uh, best part of six, seven, eight months. We've been in the book of Proverbs and what God has done in my life is just, has been fantastic. And I hope he has done the same yeah. for you, but folks, we want to yep. put you on notice. We want to let you know that we're hopping into narcissism. You want to be here. And, uh, we're going to be talking through that and biblical answers to narcissism. And those of us who are narcissists, we need to pay attention to make sure we're not narcissists. And, and those of us who just have to deal with these knuckleheads need to know one, what one looks like. And, uh, I remember the apostle Paul having to get rid of Alexander to copper Smith, turn them over to the devil. Some people in our lives, we got to let go of, they may look good, smell good, act good, say the right things. But the Bible says, no, they're not right. And, uh, we'll, we'll talk about what makes them not right. And so that you can see that and how they hurt people. So the word for today is wife. Now wife is a, we've been talking about these ladies. We've been going through, we've been talking about a Proverbs 31 woman. Uh, we've been saying over and over again to have a Proverbs 31 woman. You need a Proverbs 31 man, that man that will hold up his wife, care for her. She's not running around all paranoid and scared. Am I going to say the right thing? I'm going to do the right thing. What's this guy going to be like today? If you're like that, stop it, cut it out, get saved, get right with God and leave your wife alone and let her fly. Praise God. And, and, uh, the Bible says, therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. And, uh, there's a permanence in that, you know, when, a, uh, you know, when this man leaves, there's a permanence to taking care of that wife and uh, they shall be one flesh. It's, it's forever. It's something that God gives us forever. And uh, uh, we talk, we've been talking continuously about the virtuous woman. We've, we've been verse after verse here in chapter 31. Um, it, it just means so much. And sometimes the word wife, this is what I love, uh, is a word that describes a relationship between God and his people. And, uh, for thy maker is thine husband and the Lord of hosts is his name. And thy redeemer is the Holy one of Israel. The God of the whole earth sh shall be called. And, uh, so imagine that the imagery emphasizing that there's a relationship between the church and, and God and, and Jesus Christ, our Lord and savior, our Lord God is going to be the bridegroom in our church, as holy as we can be, each one of us and corporately together, doing the right thing, serving that God. God looks at us as the bride, as that wife. And boy, do we have something to live up to. We need to live up to that 
church and that church needs to live up to what God has for him. We, we need to be spotless in front of God standing there. And some of you may say, well, brother Doug, there's spots. Well, God will wash those spots out and, uh, let him wash them out, give them to him. And if you're not saved, accept him. And men, you need to do the same thing. This pertains to all of us that we have to stand spotless before a God. And we, we have to lift each other up and love one another and care for one another. And I, I'm just excited Kevin, that as we look at these verses, and boy, we got a bunch today. We may start before the break today, but uh, as we look at these things to understand that what God says about a wife and what a wife is here in Proverbs 31, and man, the people at the gates, the people in the church, the people at the store, the people you work with, the people down the road, the people across the street, they see that you got a good one. Make sure that you do. What are you thinking, Kevin? Yeah, a wife is uh, is a picture of the church. Christ is a picture of, or the husband's a picture of Christ, and the best the best wife is um, is what the church is a picture of what the church should be. And and same thing, Jesus is the ultimate goal for we we men. But um, you know, in being the 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 church, you know, the church is is given a tremendous love by the Lord, that unconditional love. And certainly we need to love wives. We need to love the wife unconditionally. We need to give ourselves and, 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 and just, you know, it's just a goal that way. But then, you know, then my mind immediately goes to how messed up society is today. So the, what's called the nuclear family is under attack. And what we mean by nuclear family, what I mean by it is simply Adam and Eve. And then one man, one woman, um, uh, for life for each other. That's God's goal. And then the children that God blesses them with, that's the, that's the, you know, the home built around the nucleus of the mom and dad built around Christ. But, uh, it's so messed up today because of all these attacks. And so, you know, people don't even know what gender they are or whatever. So they're getting, they're getting to the point where a marriage is a serial thing thing that you get one and then another and it's temporary because you know during this first season when you're 18 19 20 21 whatever you you're you really don't know what you want you just you're driven by hormones and that's the thought today as well of course then it's okay to come to your senses and and get a new you know a new spouse and but that God's plan is just so wonderful because um, the husband giving his wife love, you know, should fire her up to respect him because she knows she's getting something from, from him that really makes her feel cherished. And that, um, I mean, that excitement that of, of mutual, you know, a symbiotic relationship where each one has his deepest need he he needs respect and the bible says see that the wife reverence her husband by the way it doesn't say see that the husband make her reverence him uh and it doesn't say see that the wife make him love her we are given a job description strictly as as a self-contained unit i am to love my wife and uh certainly all of us have failed miserably at these at times, but I'm just so glad that, you know, it was a great day when I realized I, 
literally it was supposed to leave the wife's reverence up to my input as 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 a loving husband and up to God's input as far as correction and uh, never is it said that the husband is to correct his wife but rather he's to purify her with his words and the words are our um, grace, you know, seasoned with salt. So uh, thank God for a, uh, uh, just a situation, a scenario that's designed to function yeah. smoothly. But you know something else? No two gears can mesh with each other closely unless they're well oiled. And, um, you know, I really believe that um, the friction that, that God's way of alleviating friction is oil and oil is a picture of the Holy spirit. And so, uh, you know, two, two, two human beings in close, in close proximity, passing each other frequently, there's going to be heat. There's going to yeah. be smoke. There's going to be friction unless one party at least can begin the, begin the healing by going and getting oil because oil is also a healing agent. So if there's been heat and there's been friction, there's been pain, there's been wound, there's been chips, uh, of, of one, you know, one cog chipping the other, the, the, the only thing to do in the best way. And the ultimate thing is to, for one party, at least to say, God break the cycle, yeah. starting with me, cover this gear, with oil of your spirit. I want to be like Moses who, uh, I'm sorry, like Aaron, who was covered with oil. It says in Psalm 133, it ran from the top of his head to the foot of his garment. I want to be so oil soaked as a, as a wife, as a spouse. And, you know, Proverbs 31 seems to, you know, portray the idea that this gal here was on a, uh, had a different, you know, fuel about her, a different energy. There was, she was a driven woman. And I yeah. think the only way we can just keep cranking forward is to be well-oiled and that oil for the, for the new Testament praise God is the uh, Holy spirit who, uh, it says in first John, Amen. the anoint, the anointing we have received abideth on us and uh, boy, he's still there and we can always go soak in him. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. What a wonderful place to be. What a, what a wonderful human being to be when your children rise up and call their mom blessed. Her husband also praises her. Isn't that a goal for all of us? Hey, folks, listen, we'll be right back with you. Hang with us. Don't go anywhere. Her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, he praiseth her. It highlights the, the impact that a mom, that a lady, that that Proverbs 31 woman can have on those closest to her. And uh, boy, your kids know you. You're not hiding anything from your kids. When your kids arise up and call you blessed, man, you're living, in, you're, you're burning high tests. You're living in a good place. And uh, when kids hold you in a high esteem like that, I can't tell you how many people I counsel 
And maybe one out of four or five will say, my mom was that kind of lady. My mom was a Proverbs 31 lady. She made a difference in so much, this verse goes on to say. Not only that, but her husband praises and honors her. The husband's walking around saying, I don't know what I would do without you. Uh, this is unbelievable telling the kids, you know, it's going to be a great day if you marry somebody like your mom. You'll be the luckiest kid who ever lived if you can marry yeah. someone like your mom. And that's so significant that we, we, we don't work at that on our own strength. We can't do that. We need the mercy of God. We need God to be part of that and to, and, and, and to love us. And then says, many daughters have done virtuously but thou excellest them all. So it's saying, you know, many women have lived virtuous lives. Many women have done that kind of thing. Uh, and, and, but this lady, this Proverbs 31 lady is being singled out. It's saying, boy, there's a whole bunch of them, but it's to have the right attitude while you're living as a Proverbs 31 woman. There's a difference there. It's that contentment we talked about yesterday. It's, it's seeing that whatever shape I'm in, I'm going to be content. God has given me this husband. God has given me this wife. God has given me this children. God has given us this roof over our head and God has given us this old job or brand new car. It doesn't matter. Uh, we're fine. Uh, we got a car. We got groceries. We got a roof over our head. We got a great church to be a part of. And boy, God lifts up that woman and says that she's higher than these other ones. And folks, the only reason you're higher than the other ones is because of your attitude. In the army, we used to say your attitude is your altitude. It was a big deal. And uh, boy, people's attitude. There were a lot of good soldiers who did what soldiers had to do. There was a ton of them. I'll tell you, when I was up for promotion to E9, there was 158 people that were being looked at for E9 for one promotion. I wasn't dumb enough to think I was better than the other 150-something. Only God showed mercy on me and promoted me. But there's 150-something good enough people to sustain a military career, make Master Sergeant or First Sergeant in the United States Army, serve with distinction, serve with pride, but they're going to do it with one person. And what's that reason? What's that thing? I was just recently, I finished up an outline for a leadership book. And as I was going through it, I was looking at my NCOERs and my evaluations that I got from somebody. And I, I was looking at one from Colin Powell and said, his attitude significantly changed this office for the better. And, uh, and I'm saying that only in honor of God, because my attitude's not that great. I'm just saying what a difference it makes. There's a lot of virtuous women. I get that. But boy, when you stand up, when you got that attitude, when that altitude changes, when it changes people around you, then you got it. Then you got it. That's what you want to be. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. And uh, and then it goes on, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. And, uh, you know, again, it's emphasizing spiritual values over external ones. It's uh, now listen, us men are, you know, we're, we're creatures. We want our wives to look good. And, and, uh, and my wife certainly does and has, since we were married, takes very good care of herself, but God's reminding us that, you know, Hey, this favor, this beauty, but what matters is what's inside. And you know, your beauty's not going to last. And, uh, my sweet wife and I, you know, our, our necks are getting a little bit loose and we're getting a little wrinkly and in other places, our skin's getting tight. And, but God's reminding us that, you know, 
this is all wonderful. Physical beauty's fleeting. The older you get, it's unreliable. You can't trust that. But you can trust a woman who fears the Lord and follows his ways. And boy, I've met those ladies. Those are the ones that can make a difference. So it encourages us to prioritize spiritual growth in our lives over materialistic and things of that nature. But then again, this is the same lady that's putting together fine linens and selling them. So here's a lady that's taking care of herself. So we see both sides. And then that final verse that brings everything in a full circle in the entire book of Proverbs, it says, give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own praise, let her own works praise her in the gates. So, you know, here's a discussion here that says, uh, it's the results of her labor and the efforts. We need to recognize that. We need to reward that. That's those children standing up and praising their mom. That's the husband going out of the way to brag on them. That's the people who are saying, I couldn't make it without this woman. This implies that a woman's legacy and her impact is acknowledged and celebrated throughout families, throughout history. My grandmother, my great-grandmother, my mother, my wife. Oh, folks, if we can have that said about us, ladies, if we can have that said about us, gentlemen, Man, we've made it, Kevin. We've made it. Yeah. Yeah, your illustration of your promotion board, you know, this what what made you promotable and they, you know, according to Colin Powell, the attitude was there. Um, you know, there's some there's some unchangeables and there's some changeables about life, about ourselves. And so I've got some things I cannot change. Like you said, that as we get older, looseness of skin in some areas and t- tightening of one area yeah. of some areas, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm growing up through my scalp. So, uh, <laughs> up through my hair. So I've got, to, yeah, I'm becoming, you know, there's some things that I cannot change that we're just going to become. And we live in a society because of Hollywood that is so glorified looks and so glorified, you know, like it says, favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. So, you know, you've got to have people, um, uh, you've got to have people that are giving you likes, uh, you know, and hearts and so forth. And, and if without the proper emojis, then you're not in, in good favor, but the Bible says favor is deceitful and the Bible says beauty is vain. And so if you're, I think number one, if you're a young man looking for a wife um, or an old man looking for a wife, remember that, um, you know, beauty is vain, you know, particularly in young age, I've heard it said, if a guy literally chooses a wife solely on that Coke bottle figure, uh, what are you going to do when she looks like a three liter <laughs> later on down the road? But, you know, we have to we have to just put things in our proper place. Yes, we are geared for someone that's beautiful. The Bible talks about uh, a guy that I forget who it was. It might have been Jacob that looked at Rachel and, and says she was very fair to look upon. But but, you know, there's a couple of times where it says, uh, you know, fair person, uh, you know, beautiful person. But that's not the only thing. And, you know, we have to look in the mirror ourselves and say, you know, how are we going to get someone that that's doing, you know, that doesn't look like we want if we're not looking like she wants. So we have to, you know, invest what we can. But, uh, you know, if we're looking for a I say to a young man looking for a wife, the Bible says a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Many daughters have done virtuously. And I looked up that word virtuously, Doug, while you're talking and you talk about military. That term is also 
translated in our King James Bible as army, valor, forces, valiantly, and some other things, band, you know, like military band, strong, company. So it's uh, it's quite the military term. It's translated some other things too, and it all has to do with the idea of valiantly, you know, strong in character, uh, valiant in spirit, very brave, very honorable, like you were saying. So, you know, I think that we ought to look at character. I think we ought to look at, you know, whether or not they have honor and courage and commitment and, and, and they're, whether they're sacrificial, whether they have, uh, whether they're honest, whether they are courageous, whether they've got self-discipline, you know, those are the things that are going to take you, you know, what they are in private is their character. And so, you know, we have to, you know, figure out is this person, put you know putting something on her is this person real and i think you know for the for a woman or a man we ought to ask ourselves you know are we promotable are we someone desirable are we going to go places in life because we are earning it and and there are some changeables that we ought to look at that we can do and this these uh the character thing yeah. is certainly it yeah friends that's what it's all about what a chapter what a book uh, thanks so much for being with us. Remember, the way we live our life, the way we treat people, the kindness we display, it's a legacy. It's an impact. It'll be acknowledged, whether it be good or bad. People look back and say, oh, that woman right there in our family, she changed everything. Let it be good that she changed for God. Hold that up. And uh, remember, if you got a wife like that, if you got a husband like that, Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. We sure do love you folks. Looking forward to hopping into narcissism with you. Start next Monday morning. May God bless you. And hey, when you go out with that smile that only God can give you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.